Your support helps us bring fresh voices, new voices, and credible voices. Support Mind Podcast by clicking on support the Mind Podcast link on mind.net. You can also write to us at info at mind.net about any other way you would like to support Mindmakers. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 99.0, your weekly source for news, views, and analysis. Yes, we're back after a New Year's break, New Year's Eve break, right, Sunanda? And yes. a lot of you have missed us. So uh, Sunanda is going to give a special shout out for a lot of sweet messages. That I know. Received. We are, actually, I, I just want to apologize first that we took a break because so many people missed us. And I, no, I, I have, will want to... Was like, please inform well in advance. I know. And next time we will inform you. But we had taken a break last year as well uh, around New Year's. So we thought that, you know, this is something that people will understand or know. But uh, it is... So so sweet and you know we come here week after week week after week analyze all this news and bring you all the information that we understand and all the research that we do and bring it there and try to spare no one bring a, as we always say that we um, you know we are irreverent this is an irreverent podcast and you know the greatest reward for us is that when you say that you really like what we are um, doing every week i would like to give a special uh, shout out to rohit Pande. He said, you cannot go off air or you cannot stop a podcast because this is essential services. So that was cute. So thank you, Rohit. And then there was Mavrinicator. And um, then there was one more, um, you know, uh, Dharamveer and lots of other people that I could not keep track of. Thank you so much. We are back and we won't take a break for a long time now. Right, Adit? Absolutely. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this is 99.0. We're one away from a century. Yes, yes 100 episodes. I mean, good gracious. And um, we're about three or four weeks away from our second anniversary. So, yes, yes Mindmakers is too. Um, and a few days away from the new website launch. Yes. So, uh, slowly getting there. Uh, and and I think uh, three weeks away from Trump's inauguration. I mean, I yes. just wanted to set the cat amongst the pigeons. Mind makers will be uh, two and terrible twos and Trump administration will start at the same time. But before we talk about uh, America's favorite reality star, uh, no, I'm not talking about Arnold because Trump already talked about Arnold. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> the president. Um, I mean, before we get there, um, Pramod is missing notably, but he's missing because he's attending the Pravasi Bharti Divas in Bangalore in India and he's going to be there for this week. He, I think, got a chance to say hello to the Prime Minister and stuff today. Ah, interesting. And he's been meeting a lot of good people and I I think he will um, address a panel today and um, a lot of good things are happening there and he'll bring us a lot of good stuff. So Pramod is at the Pravasi Bharatiya Deva, so good luck to him and we'll be hoping for stories and gossip that he brings us from India. But my podcast does uh, will still go on with some interesting dissections of the news and views of the day. So without much further ado, Sunanda, I want to start with news from India and yes. I want to talk about India's most famous well-known polyglot. <laughs> Mulayam Singh Yadav. <laughs> the reason I'm saying that because whenever he speaks, I mean, I don't know what language he's talking. He he. There's a whole new language. Exactly. That comes out. <laughs> yeah. So and I'm surprised that he's managed to pronounce all the people he suspended. I know correctly the names. I don't know. Since we're irreverent and this is beginning of the year, I just want to set the tone. There are two people who I cannot just understand. 
and one is mulayam singh yadav i just cannot understand what he's saying i could not tell if he is um, suspending ram gopal <laughs> no but that is irrespective even if he, if he gives written instructions you don't know kisko suspend karega kisko, kisko nahi karega and there is another politician who is so revered now that i cannot say his name anymore without getting into trouble but huh. pranab mukherjee president pranab mukherjee he speaks a whole new language too when oh. he is speaking yeah he uses just... subtitles well yeah. <laughs> so it's very hard for me to understand um uh, you know pranam mukherjee but now he's president so we won't, no, we won't we won't we won't talk about him no, anymore no i actually have hadn't had much of a problem with pranam Pran mukherjee. mukherjee budget speeches were a little difficult yeah. but um but it was it was okay yeah but then and mulayam singh yadav i mean yeah um, but it was just interesting so the yadav family feud reached to some uh, zenith zenith yeah and uh, you <laughs> I, i i mean i couldn't help but laugh because i sent some um, uh, tweets to sunanda uh, ani news tweeted amar singh uh, quoting some bad shairies <laughs> about his breakup from akilesh yadav <laughs> and i don't know have we said this on the previous podcast i no. don't even remember no. so uh, i wait a minute till i look the, look them up <laughs> because you'll die laughing what he was saying yeah. but but so right now there are two factions shivpal yadav mulayam singh yadav and then akhilesh yadav and ram gopal yadav. yadav now <clears throat> akhilesh yadav was anointed the real the, thing right now is who will get the no, symbol akhilesh yadav was anointed as the national president by ram gopal yadav who in turn was suspended by <laughs> mulayam singh yadav who said that since he was suspended he could not anoint akhilesh yadav as the national president who still remains a member of the rajya sabha i don't yeah. know of which party uh, the latest meanwhile is, meanwhile shivpal Pal Yadav was singing songs and uh, he said prodded Mulayam Singh Yadav to suspend Akhilesh wala bhi bata do ha and then akhilesh yadav was suspended but then akhilesh yadav did a bloodless coup the very next day and he got all uh, samajwadi party cadre together oh. and he um, anointed himself the president huh. and uh, hey, and then naresh agrawal gave a statement which by the way if you want which is very interesting because if you want to look at the history of naresh agrawal look at what he did in 96 and 97 when bjp was in power in up and you'll see that uh, he, he has a history of breakaway factions yeah he's to breakups 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 or uh, uh, taking the breakaway factions and joining making alliances. रियल डील इज दैट देर इज नो पैच अप एज ऑफ नाउ एंड आई डोंट थिंक देर विल बी पैच अप द लेटेस्ट न्यूज वॉज दैट मुलायम सिंह यादव इज इन Delhi and he is going to talk to election commissioner and they are going to talk about uh, the like the cycle you know the symbol uh, election symbol so that is uh, the you know problem right now but overall take it away from this thing i mean i know we laugh and we find it so funny but up is such a huge and influential state in india for a party or for a family to hold it um you know to talk, to deal with the state and not be responsible to hold a state ransom for their own personal egos is a joke i mean is 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 really well tragic 
It's tragic. I mean, and and the, the thing is, UP has had a history of political football in the 90s when, you know, the Kalyan Singh government was brought down, to, like, I mean, first after the Babylonian yeah. demolition when President's rule was imposed, then you had uh, uh, finally a functioning BJP government for five years, but three chief ministers. Yes. After that, you had the uh, back and forth between BJP and BSP. Mm-hmm. It and then uh, Munayam Singh Yadav took over. Only the last two terms have we seen that, that the party has gotten a simple majority after the tumultuous yeah. 90s. Even, where BJP I, 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 would, um, I would hope that BJP uh, or any other party or any other, they, they understand that, you know, and BSP and SP, that uh, UP needs serious governance. And and should we want should we talk about the survey, Sunanda? There was a pre-poll survey that was made. Yes, but so, before that, I want uh, to say one little quick uh, thing, uh, that you know all this. Um, uh, this week, Akhilesh Yadav emerged as the new Nitish Kumar for the media. So suddenly, Akhilesh Yadav had done nothing wrong, and Akhilesh Yadav was a new, um, you know, blue-eyed boy for the media. I just want to remind one, and I think I've written this before. Um, hmm. Uh, I had written a whole piece on, I had done a profile on Akhilesh Yadav, I'll try to pull it up somewhere. But um, Akhilesh Yadav really has not done a great job when it comes to law and order in uh, UP. He has also not taken the taken UP out of abyss. He has been completely under the control of his uncles. So we don't know what a real Akhilesh Yadav government will look like. Can I, can I say in one line what you were trying to say? So Akhilesh Yadav in 2012... I thought was old wine in a new bottle. Yes. Now that bottle has gotten old and the media has just replaced the bottle. Yeah. The wine so still exactly. The old. wine still remains the same. And, and you, you know, have to understand, a... because I remember the same was the Sharat Pradhan, the Nirja Chaudhrys and all mm. these people who are par- journalists on TV uh, five years ago said, oh, Akhilesh did not allow DP Yadav in uh, UP 2012. So Akhilesh is changing the Samajwadi party. Yeah. Look up those clips. Yes. These same people said the same things. Now they're like, are uh, Akhilesh is fighting with Mulayam. He's changing the Samajwadi party. No, so he if he had changed the Samajwadi party, he would have changed in 2012. But then you had the same ministers, this Raja Bhaiya and all these people. No, and he was under the thumb of his uncles yeah. all the time. And I don't care about the intentions. I care about what has been done on the ground. So his whatever his intentions are, the thing is that he he has what was been... That, what's that quote? The road to hell is hell best is paved, paved, paved with, with best intentions. intentions. Yeah, so we don't worry about the intentions. Uh-huh. We only worry about what is happening. And in real sense, he hasn't been a boon for, be, um, you know, UP uh, at all. Mm. So, so, so talking, let's, yeah. let's get to the political part of it. And <clears throat> the elections have been announced. UP goes to polls in less than a month now, or maybe in a month. Yes. Uh, the results come out on March 10th, so two months from now. And uh, Mindmakers will carry extensive reports, analysis of the results. Uh, five, five states UP, Uttarakhand, Goa, Punjab, and um, I think Manipur. Manipur. Yeah, where Iram Sharmila is in the race. The yes, yes, interesting. So, uh, out of the uh, so UP remains the most, <coughs> the biggest state and the biggest prize uh, for all the political parties. And there was a India Today Access pre poll survey. Now, you know, a lot of people caution about pre poll surveys, but Axis was one of the few people I think who called Bihar right. I, I, IBN did not publish their survey, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. But irrespective of that, um, they said that BJP might get 200 to 210. Uh, and then uh, I think BSP was number two. I found that a little hard to believe. Without a 
uh, uh, face here. without a CM face and everything. And, okay. and you understand electoral uh, numbers and all this stuff a lot better than I do. I, I just go with my gut feeling and what I get the information on the ground. But you do a lot of number crunching. With what BJP is doing right now in UP, without a face, without a chief ministerial face, without anything, do you think it is uh, in a position to get those numbers? Without seats? the Yadav family fight, if the SP was united, I would say no. My mm-hmm. my hunch was, and I think we've talked about this before, at best they would do 150 to 160, mm-hmm. or maybe a little more or less, without a CM face because of the confusion. But we don't but know then, yet. I have no inkling of how BSP is doing because it's getting no really underreported. No, no one ever does. We BSP don't know what BSP is doing. historically under reported mm. uh, probably Lok Sabha election was the only election where the uh, people just got it right where BSP did not win a single seat but BSP yeah. is but BSP still led on a lot of assembly segments even yeah. though it did not win a single seat so historically BSP has always been underreported because um, various reasons where the way they do their campaigning you know, also and everything. you have to understand BSP operates so every party has a base vote. Mm. BSP's vote base is a lot bigger. If BJP and SP have roughly 15%, BSP almost has 20%, closer to 20%. So their incremental vote that they need is a lot lesser. What BJP is trying to do is trying to wean away that that OBC vote uh, that they want and uh, um, non-Yadav OBC vote and so to speak. Supreme Court does not want us to talk about uh, you know, bring religion into uh, this thing but I interesting thing in UP really is. Where no, 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 hold on. A lot of India considers cricket as a religion. Is that why they are also taking interest in cricket? I think so. <laughs> but in UP, the real uh, deal, so I think, can I talk is about Sachin as God, yeah. The God of cricket. God of cricket. Uh-huh. No, but uh, the real deal in uh, UP is where will the Muslim vote go? Will it stay with Yadavs? Will it move to uh, BSP? I don't think it will go to BJP. And so that is the real deal right now. No, also, uh, what is the Congress doing? Because Congress was projected to get single-digit seats in their... Uh, now I think with after Sheila Dixit said that she's not... Akhilesh Yadav is a better person. Better <laughs> Have you ever seen a chief ministerial candidate, even if they know they are going to lose? Do they ever go on primetime TV and say that... Somebody who, with whom you don't have an alliance yet, you don't know if you're going to have an alliance. Somebody, ostensibly, you're fighting an election against and you're saying that that person will make a better CM than you? I mean, Congress um, is in a bad shape. Oh, bad shape is an understatement. Yeah. Uh, it is in no shape. And right now, um, Rahulji is Vacation, still traveling. No yeah. one knows if he's coming back. When he comes back, then he leads um, a delegation to China and he'll be in China for a while. So that's interesting. No, see what Rahul Ji is doing is because Pramod Mahajan said in that speech that he uh, explained democracy to China. So Rahul Ji is learning that democracy and then bringing the bring knowledge it back. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but 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 no. But I, I want to bring an interesting point on this survey survey business and the vote percentages in a minute. Before we get to our uh, next topic, um, I do want to say that this is MindMakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the MindMakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli, and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So, yeah. Um... So interesting survey, but I'll tell you the one point that the survey said that BJP could get 33% of the vote. Now, irrespective of whatever happens, if they get up above 30, 33%, that vote percentage, anything can happen. This is possible because Samajwadi Party won the seats with roughly 29, 30% of the vote last time. 
So it, that could happen. They, they could get their numbers. Yeah. yeah. They are unlikely, I would say, to repeat the 2014 performance of 42% is virtually impossible. Possible. Mm-hmm. And that is like a landslide. If that happens, I mean, you know, they got three quarters of the seat. And three quarters, four fifths of the seat or something. Mm-hmm. Ninety percent, actually, even more, yeah. but um, but that 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 won't happen. So that's that's how UP stands. Uh, with so, Tom. but uh, I I don't think Congress is in. No, no, no. But Sunanda, you have so to. It's a, you have to understand. What if SP three, and Congress form an alliance? Huh. That's when the things change because yeah. then uh, the Muslim vote has the SP alliance or the BSP. Yeah. And uh, and where does and what happens to SP really? What happens to Mulayam Singh Yadav? Because really, uh, even though Akhilesh Yadav might have um, a Delhi wala journalist, mm. but they don't vote in UP election. No, so, so was, he I, really needs the carder. Carder. Uh, and who's the carder with? I had with V Sangvi on Twitter yesterday, mm. uh, where he was saying that Mulayam has already done some sort of uh, understanding with the BJP or something, and I. I was like, I don't think that might happen. But he said that the SP Congress alliance was a very big possibility. So, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, just it was just anecdotal evidence. A lot of journalists have been yeah. saying. But the way Shira Dixit has put it, that's po- but then that puts a bummer on all that Rahul Gandhi had been trying to do with the Congress in UP. Yeah, and if at all an SP Congress alliance happens, the twenty seats that they got in UP in two thousand nine, I don't think the Congress. Can ever repeat that performance. Yeah, so uh, it, it remains to be seen. See, Nobody knows what's going to happen in UP at the is, moment. Uh, there is a month left for elections. The alliances are not there anymore. I mean, uh, we don't know what uh, SP is breaking up into two. We don't know where the Carter will go. We don't know how that will go. We don't know who will command the original Yadav vote. You know, where will Amar Singh go? Where, <laughs> but original Yadav vote may be more uh, loyal to Mulayam Singh Yadav. No. So it is. Uh, no, no. When you say original, are you talking about? Uh, uh, people in the older generation older generation okay see, but that's different but the younger might younger yeah might... so younger we have to see but how I, that I, I, I was i was laughing i don't know it was the nirja chaudhary or someone she was uh, having her own pop theory on tv that uh, the women voters want to go to akhilesh yadav huh i mean the law and order is a freaking mess Min- mess there how can i mean how can they go i mean what evidence they are having but sometimes i find you know they were they were doing a very smart thing they were trying to disassociate akhilesh yadav from akhilesh yadav so akhilesh yadav governance from akhilesh yadav personality i I wanted to comment on this pop psycho culture theory that a lot of these journalists have or so-called reporters that uh, women voters can go minority voters then can go i mean what is your basis for your judgment? I mean, they have left out of the rubbish. Yeah, they thought that they, since they will vote for Akhilesh Yadav, all women will vote the same way. I mean, yeah. come on, man. You know, so I, I just found that very hilarious. I that, agree. That the, considering how bad the law... And I have a lot of friends in UP. Some of them are not... Um, uh, they, they have not voted for... Not all of them have voted for BJP. Yeah. So they are not all leaning one way. But they... And, and neither have all voted for BSP or SP. It's a mixed thing. And... They've said that Akhile, the law and order has deteriorated massively. And some people from Lucknow have said that they have said that during Mayavati it was a lot better. Mayavati is a lot better administrator uh, than any of the others. And, and now I'm afraid. Uh, father was a terrible administrator. Mulayam Singh Yadav made for a terrible chief minister. Mm. And um, um, Akhilesh Yadav has been just a shade better. Uh, but uh, Mulayam Singh Yadav no, but then if you a, see then again if you consider the threshold as Mulayam Singh Yadav yeah, then, then I think even Jagdambika Pal did a better job yeah. in his 13 day stint or 2 yeah. day stint no, okay anyone who remembers Mulayam Singh Yadav's um, governance 
terrible, terrible. I don't think UP has seen a worse chief minister than Mulayam Singh Yadav. Mulayam Singh Yadav does not know how to govern states. He is not your, he's not somebody who can leave the elections behind. Yeah, so and then, you're also talking about the ex-defense minister of India. Right? Exactly. I don't know how many people remember that he was yeah. the defense minister. For one and a half years uh, yeah. under IK Gujral and HD Devi Govda. Such a joke. But anyway, this Who's is the prime UP's ministerships, Mulayam Singh Yadav, or the position itself. I know that that was a weird time. Mufti Muhammad Sayyid used to be the home no, minister. No, 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 no. No, I'm saying at one point we even no. had Mufti Muhammad Sayyid as a home minister. Yeah, I think during that time it was Indrajit Gupta, Indrajit Gupta or something Gupta, yeah. of the CPI. Yeah, yeah. So weird things here. The tumultuous <laughs> which, which, 90s. which beats me because CPIM was outside the government, <laughs> supporting the government, but CPI had their own minister. So crazy I, stuff I, that I don't time. Know. Till Narasimha Rao came. It was, it no, was this was after Narasimha Rao. So it was, it was tumultuous. But anyway, we will see. I don't think pollsters like you or um, no, I'm not a uh, pollster, but you know, um, pop pollster like you or I, I do have a better. Uh, I mean, I don't invent my own theories. No, but you have you have a grip on numbers, and I don't think this is going to be easy for you this time. No, no, no. This is I, not. I UP is not going to be easy, easy for anyone. anyone. But, but, yeah, but with this, but with this kitchery, it's not going to be easy for everyone. Uh, for the the most interesting one is right now after UP's Punjab. Yes. Because Uttarakhand, a lot of people are saying it's leaning towards BJP after the uh, terrible uh, thing they had uh, at the Congress, which is interesting because Vijay Bahuguna, who I thought led really a terrible government, now is in the BJP. So, I mean, I don't know if he's going to be the chief minister candidate. Yeah. Or Arita Bahuguna in UP is. Uh, but if, uh, yeah, finally, the, they are on the same party. Party, they are on the same party. I and know. then uh, Goa, they're saying BJP might retain the government a lot of surveys are okay. saying that and uh, AAP has nominated uh, ex-IAS officer or something yeah but uh, AAP said this morning that they don't have election uh, money to uh, fight elections anywhere mm. but they have money to give a good fight to BJP in UP so I, but they won't fight elections so yeah I know this is this is crazy but they did say this morning I mean, that I, I, right now you cannot see my expression but it's it's a it's a mixture of uh, mm -hmm. astonishment and So I don't know so hilarity. if he was if he was screaming so hard about demonetization you know why he really does not. He uh, there was a statement this morning that they don't have money to fight elections. So we'll see how that goes. Punjab should be interesting. We don't know how Punjab will go either because uh, um, with JJ Singh and uh, is anybody going to make a issue of uh, uh, Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singh's movies as a poll issue that, that for the benefit Gurmeet, of the people towards the end? Towards the end, you will see all these deras and all these issues becoming issues. Watch uh, 15 days before the election, all the all these things will happen. Uh, JJ Singh versus Amrinder. 15 Singh. a month before election, suddenly Sakshi Maharaj's um, uh, you know media discovers Sakshi Maharaj all over again, and all these things yeah. happen 15 20 days before. Mm -hmm the elections mm -hmm. so we'll see i have to tell you this though um, um the akalis are not going down with a big fight against yes, no, they are not. putting up against they have not gone with a, a just a, you know a rubber stamp candidate this is almost as this this fight is going to be like the amrinder arunjitli fight of amritsar yeah. but this is going to be unheard of if akalis come to power again the third time this is unheard Achha, and there is another uh, another fight which i would like to bring everyone's attention to which might get forgotten the bipoles to the Amritsar Lok Sabha seat will happen along with the Punjab yes, election. Yes. Navjot Sidhu is now with the Congress. Mm -hmm. Will Navjot Sidhu get the nomination from the Congress after um, Amrinder Singh goes? It remains to be seen. And uh, will Modi renominate his finance minister? Mm -hmm. Or <laughs> will 
Has Mr. Jaitley given up his dreams of contesting a Lok Sabha election? No, Mr. Jaitley I, I will not know. be anywhere there close, but uh, we'll see how that goes. That's also, Maybe yeah, you should fight a seat. tough contest like Gandhinagar or something. Yeah. Like very hard for any BJP guy to win from there. So, who knows? So, I have to ask you a trivia question um, of, of Gandhinagar, right? Mm. Before L.K. Advani, immediately, who was the MP of Gandhinagar? This is the stuff that you know and I don't And not a lot of people know this. I know. This is Vajpayee. Vajpayee. <laughs> Actually, Vajpayee has fought from there. Really? I did not know. Yes. I did not know this. I only knew that he had fought from Gwalior and uh, no, Lucknow. Vajpayee has fought from, I, I, Vajpayee has fought from Gandhinagar. What I is this about you, Gandhinagar Walas? No, I'm one from Ahmedabad. Ahmedabad. Gandhinagar is our twin city. No, actually, LK Advani used to be LK Advani used to be our MP. For but now it's Ahmedabad West is my constituency now. But which is like a BJP stronghold. I mean, I don't think. But anyways, this is just a trivia question, so to speak. Anyways, coming to. What you may call uh, the next? No, no, the shouting people. Uh, let's first talk about Mamata Didi. Yes. Uh, she oh has my been. Gosh. She 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 gave an ultimatum. Modi should should resign. Choose anyone from Jetli ji, Rajnath ji, Advani ji, and <laughs> anyone will do. Modi ji will not do. But she is under so much influence of Derek O'Brien that she has options. Dene lagi wo. <laughs> like a quiz master. Yeah. Who will be the Prime Minister of India? <laughs> a this, B this, C this. ट No, a lot of people think that um, uh, you know it is center is purposely going behind um, uh, TMC government and Gupta, Shekhar Gupta, and all these people. They yeah. think that they are going behind the, or they are just um, you, you know, know manufacturing uh, problems with uh, TMC. I don't think that's true. I think CBI in this case went after um, a TMC um, <laughs> person, yeah. but that is that is really because of all these. fun scams and all this that have been happening under mamta's watch and mamta i i, I feel bad for no, no, so i have to say and i have a controversial view on this if probably if the accusation was that the center had gone slow on mamta because of support needed for gst then that's a valid accusation yeah that the cbi had gone slow now I, we don't know because it was the central government's pressure or what that is a valid accusation but now you're saying that because they're going fast that's unjustified that's wrong because There were there were many irregularities, so yeah. you could justifiably put. And these the irregularities dog. came to fore even before BJP government exactly. came so into power. Exactly. So you can justifiably question the Modi government that why did you not do this in 2015 or 2014? Yeah. Or uh, 2016. But you cannot say that Why just you because all? just because you do, you are doing it slowly, abhi bhi mat karo. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, this is funny. So Mamta has completely lost it. She has. I but, I have no doubt in I, my but, mind. And, and you know, I have to say something. There were um, and there were three people who were who withstood withstood the Modi wave in twenty fourteen. Uh, Mamta Banerjee, Jayalalitha, Biju, uh, uh, this uh, Navin Patnaik. Navin Patnaik. I'm sorry. Navin I always Patnaik. keep saying Biju Patnaik. Navin Patnaik. Jayalalitha, unfortunately, is no more. Navin Patnaik is seen as someone who's not necessarily anti-BJP. Yeah. Mamta is the only force they had who was quote unquote. You're not anti- counting Arvind Kejriwal. Uh, Arvind Kejriwal. No, he does not count. <laughs> okay. He was. Uh, he was uh, Mamta Banerjee and the mayor of Delhi. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. So. Uh, 
No, the reason I'm saying is that is why Mamta Banerjee seems to be getting a free pass from a lot of sections of the media. Because the other yes, has the, crumbled. Yeah, not crumbled. The other, they were never really as much of a challenger in your face to the BJP yeah. as, as much as Mamta is. Yeah, yeah. And that's the story. And the interesting part about, uh, can we call it a patchup between Modi and Nitish Kumar? We'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that, yeah. So yeah, the new camaraderie between Nitish Kumar and Narendra Modi. Amazing, unbelievable. Yeah, Narendra Modi praised uh, Nitish Kumar's uh, prohibition move, and uh, I have gone on record many times and say that that move is a crazy move. I know. Prohibition but move. before that, um, Nitish Kumar stood very strongly like a rock behind Modi's demonetization. <clears throat> so I think um, Modi was just it was payback time. Uh-huh, but he could have praised anything else. But this prohibition policy... <laughs> prohibition because no one else supports him. So he was like, okay, uh-huh, let so me support him. Since Karunga. I advocated prohibition in Gujarat, which yeah. I, you know, I, I, I think in... Uh, I don't think Modi is pro-prohibition. He... Uh, there were many reports of him trying to loosen up the strings on that law in but Gujarat. In, you, in Gujarat, you cannot survive if you... No, uh, I think it will happen. It will change. But, but it will take time. It will take time. I don't know how long and I don't know what is the hold up. Because frankly, I don't even know if it's been made a poll issue or not. Mm, I don't think it's a poll issue. But no, it, it's so, just... no, I'm saying that if, if you lift the prohibition, will it be a poll issue or yeah. not? Because Congress I mean, might make it a poll issue. It's a, it's a choice. Whoever wants to do it... You... That's a different debate. We're not even getting into the debate on prohibition. Because that's of a different course. debate. No, no, what know, I'm saying I'm, is that in Gujarat, Congress um, uh, no, sir, I, I, imposed I the rule it, of prohibition. No, I'm saying I found it bizarre that Modi supported this one of, Mukes, uh, of Nitish, which made no sense, but yeah. regardless. Anyways, yeah. but a lot of people say that in the villages and stuff, this did uh, get a lot of goodwill for Nitish Kumar, so to speak. So, yeah. again, another debate. Mm. Um, but now let's come to Kerala and the yeah. violence between CPI and the BJP or the violence imposed on the BJP by the CPI, uh, CPIM yeah, workers, CPIM. allegedly. Um, I, we saw two reports of News Minute. One of them was they threw out, a, or a BJP leader alleged that they threw out his baby from. First, they um, burnt the house of a BJP worker. His wife got burnt. He himself sustained uh, 60% um, burns so and finally like died. And a 10-month-old baby was thrown out. I mean, barbaric. barbaric. I mean, what is good? And we have carried so many stories of... Um, the terror in uh, the, the killing fields. yeah the killing fields of um, you know Kerala, and we have done such good reporting. I urge people to uh, look up uh, in Mind Makers and see all the reports that we have carried. It is just barbaric. I mean, you know, communists killing comes so naturally to communists all over the world. Bloodshed comes so naturally to them that and I honestly would urge Home Minister of India to look into this. I know law and order is a state issue and everything, but this has gone on for far too long. What I do not understand is how the political violence has to stop no, how both in Kerala and Bengal. How come Sitaram Yechudi, when he gives his countless interviews to his good friends in the media, never questioned? He's never questioned about this. On anything. I mean, he gets questioned on every other ridiculous issue, but he's never questioned on this. Unbelievable. None of them, none of the top brass, none of the top brass uh, Marxists are ever, ever questioned on uh, violence. And their apologists sitting in TV, um, you know, media rooms uh, across and newsrooms across India and uh, sipping wine in posh Latians living rooms. 
they or, they or never talk about in other countries. Uh, other countries they never talk about what their foot soldiers are doing it is it's a, it's a travesty but at this point we know we know that violence comes very naturally to communists we know that um, you know they they believe that um, power flows from the barrel of um, gun so in India, it is very important that Home Minister uh, looks into this, and as if in B when BJP is in power, they cannot stop or they cannot save their own cadre. I don't know what they can do when they can do. They don't have an option of saying, "Hamari to What can we do? We are powerless. But I think I think this is ridiculous. The violence in Kerala should stop. And, and something and like something what we've discussed may, should political parties like and I know this is sounds far-fetched provide insurance life insurance policies for the workers like, because after like something like this for yeah. just supporting a cause yeah. I mean there I mean I, nothing can replace the loss of a family member and stuff yeah. but it can help the family because if they have risked so much for it yeah. i mean this is just a suggestion that came up to mind no it is a valid suggestion yeah, yeah. but so anyways um that, that's that i mean terrible terrible news that i had yeah. two reports absolutely. on news minute that were extremely disturbing absolutely so um so that was that was that um, coming back to what other po po domestic politics demonetization ended. Um, see, now this is the thing, and my position on this is whether it's a success or a failure, so to speak. You cannot say in the next week. No, I'm actually going to use. I have uh, uh, the thought that I will for uh, demonetization a better phrase, as uh, Dr. Mukulesher said in a piece that he wrote for Mind Makers, cash swap. Caswap is a better way for demonetization because it was demonetization and remonetization. So it's better to use the phrase caswap in uh, really. But there are there are hiccups right now. Politically, I think Modi's on a very very sound footing. Politically, I don't think. So let me ask you this: Is this irrespective of demonetization or because of demonetization? Before demonetization, he was on sitting on a very pretty place. After demonetization, his position has solidified even further. So um, there is uh, I, politically there is no yeah he has sold it a lot of people believe that his heart is in the right place yeah so to speak. he has sold demonetization tremendously yeah. now that is the political aspect of it then there is the economic aspect of it nobody knows the economic aspect right now no one not um, uh, you know economists who have been um, parachuted from other countries and they are talking about that or the economists who are in India nobody knows we have to wait for a few more months for the numbers to come in um, Reserve Bank of India has not even revealed their numbers yet of how many notes were um, deposited so we need to wait That's, for there, and there is controversy because a Bloomberg report claims 97% yeah, yeah. but the RBI, has RBI hasn't come up with number. anything so let's wait for the numbers let's wait as I said politically there is no damage done to Modi in fact this has benefited him yes, and so that's why there, there is was this hilarious exchange on Twitter I saw where Ashok Malik gave a resounding reply to Bhir Sharma who said something mm -hmm. about that Modi's um, uh, popularity has taken a, uh, around across the world has taken a beating or something and uh, Ashok Malik said something that at least you acknowledge that he has popularity yeah so, so that was uh, that was the interesting part so now that's part one of the debate part two is probably uh, what's going to be the long-term impact of it 
but yeah. as you said that's uh, that is something till we get the numbers and mm. till we see everything we are not going to be able to say anything mm -hmm. nobody can say anything not the economists nor anybody and else and i have to say i saw pm modi make a statement something about that people have the right to know the bjp's funds and so forth that's amazing and it's amazing what he's doing i mean one has got to be concerned about prime minister modi's being no, because of the risks he's taking and yeah. it is amazing i'm i'm very His happy own party must no, be and, uh, an absolute reform has to come from within so i'm happy that he's leading the charge on that it puts him in a very unique position um, so that's that's that um, uh, this week uh, talking about unique positions you had the president elect of the united states tweeting about the tv ratings of his ex tv show i mean what the bloody hell <laughs> we don't know what no i tell you something you know uh, and uh, considering this there there are in film actors who made the transition in indian politics so you had jayalalitha the late jayalalitha you had mgr has jayalalitha come out after elections and <laughs> said that look at this movie it did worse collections than when i was acting i mean yaar come on Trump is going to give a lot of heartache to a lot of people but then in the same breath he talks about Russia that we should be friends this morning he tweeted about uh, um we need to be friends with Russia so he is conducting all his policy on it, Twitter it's, it's it's not about Russia US and stuff like that it's the imbalance in approach that is concerning yeah extremely i mean but what people have to get used to Trump style a lot of this stuff what is his style uh, tweeting <laughs> really trump style is whatever thought crosses his mind he tweets about it that is really his style he did not have to tweet about that we don't need to be friends or for i mean we need to be friends with russia these are not the things that prime minister i mean president of united states says on tweets these are policy matters no, and they only say it when the president of the other country arrives in the country yeah so so i i, I don't know how to look at um, but i want to bring upcoming up, I, trump I want, presidency yet i want to yet. bring a very important issue those uh, those tapes or videos about john kerry yes and so aren't it isn't it shocking that they did not do anything about isis so everyone knew this was in plain sight if people refused to agree believe no, no, i don't not. know what when obama went on the extent air, of the rot when obama went on the on went on air and said that isis is junior varsity that means he was getting the intelligence he knew about it but he misread the intelligence he wanted assad to come and negotiate he wanted at some point it cannot miss there are two words willful misread or misread that we don't know but i i have and willfully as in i meant like not because he had a personal yeah yeah, yeah thing but in the bone uh, in the fight i meant in terms of uh, no because he wanted to assad come to uh, he wanted assad to come on the table not. and he did not anticipate that assad and putin he putin will come in before assad comes to the negotiating table well that is a problem if he as the president of united states cannot even judge this that where is assad going to go next and will putin jump into the fight or not then that is his failure that is not reading the situation foreign policy has not been the strong point of this government no. of course they they talk they talk on the cuba and the iran deal but there have been a lot of blunders as well benghazi and stuff and also a little bit of a weakening on the us uk ties yes that we saw yes so it's it's going to be very interesting on what trump says raja trump even tweeted about theresa may today yeah. that he was very happy excited and you know so, so i'm telling you sometimes you know he's when he praises he, he reminds me of this bomani that impression of anil kapoor with a fantastic fantastic mind blowing
awesome. I mean, you know, this is, this is just amazing. But I mean, they, they they have to. We have to see what happens to to it. So uh, we'll end with the recommendations and uh, uh, a two-minute discussion on the life and times of Om Puri. Yes. So a tragic event happened uh, two days ago. Uh, renowned actor. And I I am deliberately not seeing uh, Hindi films. I'll say renowned Indian actor yes. because he did some excellent British films, American films, even some Pakistani films. I yes. mean, uh, Punjabi, Punjabi films, films, also. films also. He works in he worked in Punjabi films also, uh -huh. and of course his entire Hindi repertoire films. is in Hindi films. And yeah, and and somehow Bollywood actor just doesn't justify his mm. thing. Uh, Om Puri passed away. Yeah. of a heart attack tragically uh, and um, he left behind a legacy a phenomenal legacy of some incredible performances that i mean you know uh, 80s 70s 80s say it's from 1980 oh, he was a superstar done. of parallel cinema right yeah. and uh, i i haven't seen a lot of his theater work because mm. i mean he was not doing theater when by the time i i started got to watch watching movies i yeah. don't think om puri nasir is still doing a lot of theaters nasir yeah. Dinshah, but not om puri so there were these bunch of people who heralded what is known as parallel cinema in Correct. india the movement of parallel cinema it's of course dead now mm. but at one time when there was this whole amitabh bachchan phenomenon no but, but, but just one thing i don't think it's dead now you have also it has merged into mainstream huh it has merged which is which is how it should have been uh, because like yeah, Nil Bate, Sanata, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah, yeah. even um, your dangal dangal at one point would have been parallel cinema but you know so now it has been moved in and this is this is a smart thing this mm. is a smart thing that parallel cinema merged into mainstream cinema because there is not as Javed Akhtar always says that there is no parallel cinema or mainstream cinema there is good cinema and bad cinema mm. there are only two things there is good cinema and bad cinema but in 80s and when there was this whole masala films coming mm. up so there was this whole movement that started in India mm. and probably that was a necessary precursor mm. for this phase Correct. that we are seeing here so this this came up where content was the hero where script was so much more important and all these people who were not very good looking who were not singing songs around the thing and they came up um, and they were experimenting with mm. different ideas ideas with different people with different yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. stories okay. so um, you know they were they were also talking about um, people on the fringes yeah. because not everyone even today mainstream finds it very difficult to talk about or revolve an entire story around somebody who is in fringes mm. so they will have one character who is in fringes or who will have one uh, this thing I have a very um, interesting um, um, quote I don't know from whom he said that um, parallel cinema came when mainstream uh, cinema could not even differentiate between Dalit and Adivasi so yeah so then parallel cinema came because they tried to give those nuances to it mm -hmm. and then this parallel cinema was heralded by five or six people Om Puri, Nasiruddin Shah, Shabana Azmi, Smita Patil, uh, Farooq Sheikh, Deepthi Nawal, and um, the director Sham Benegal, Govindilani, Mani Kol. These were the people who just gave a whole new different uh, thing. So take the case of Om Puri. Om Puri, a pock-marked man, you know, when he came in, he was completely famished. You would think that he is undernourished. And... But he had the voice and he could get into the character. 
so so much so that no one noticed his face anymore no one noticed what he was saying and, and one of his most underrated works in is in a gujarati film called bhavani bhavai yes i have seen it where uh, he uh, speaks gujarati dialogues yeah. uh, and ketan mehta said that i would write to him in devanagari he yeah. wrote a quote and he because he could not read gujarati yeah. but the way he would say it you could not even tell uh, yeah. which i think is yeah. ketan mehta's so finest film he was but, he could be in one scene hmm. or he could be in five scenes hmm. and those scenes belong to him no mm. one else and amitabh bachchan when he gave him the lifetime filmfare award he said this and he could no one can say it more eloquently than mr bachchan himself he said when you are on screen when you are sharing the frame with ompuri you are bound to look good because ompuri would make you look good would make you look good with what he brought to the table so there are so many i remember the scene in tamas i remember that cameo in gandhi mm. and i remember of course the most famous ones akrosh and ardhasat of course ardhasat there uh, assistant um, sub inspector um, you know where he played that you know it's it's amazing what he did and, and, and don't forget those remarkable scenes from matches yes. where i mean of course it was gulzar's powerful lines yeah. but the way they were delivered and don't forget that he also not only did he do this with a plum but he also did comedy with a plum oh, yeah yeah i uh, mean jani do yaro and chachi charso bees and even this really mindless <laughs> mindless film like hasina man jayegi he was one of the mamas <laughs> no 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 you are talking about dulhan hum le jayenge dulhan hum something like that you know he was one of the uh, but say, it was though but that's props to david dhawan for outstanding casting there parish yeah. rawal anupam kher and puri so it's amazing how what you know those three guys did and umpuri was you know he just stood so well and um so it's but my fa- i i wanted to talk about my favorite and this is also going to be my recommendation this week that guys it is on youtube go ahead and watch muhafiz it's based on um anita desai's english book in custody and it talks about the language politics in india and um Ompuri probably only he could have played this character he plays a character of a hindi professor who loves urdu and then this whole story is about his relationship with a dying obese uh, urdu poet who just leaves his entire work to him yeah. and that's why he's muhafiz or in custodian yeah. you know is in custody he's the custodian of that work yeah. so watch his scenes watch how well he delivered in that film and there are just too many of his Sad- no sadly movie. the last 5 years we've had very few performances i think the good one i one of the good ones i saw was the 100 foot journey where he was paired with helen mirren yeah. and, uh, and then east is east. actually i took uh, me and mom actually went for the the, the premiere of that movie yeah. here and it was very interesting east is this was in the i was just talking about the last 5 yeah. years no but, yeah. but as east is east is a phenomenal and when people did not even know crossover films he was actually going over and playing meaty roles he was not playing your sidekicks in yeah. east is east or my son the fanatic he was not your sidekick or anything he was playing major meaty roles so go ahead and see him in east is and east go ahead and see him in my son the fanatic amazing films. and i want to end the podcast with these famous lines that he recited in there i am going to do a terrible job but <laughs> i'm still going to say go he says soya hua aadmi jab neend se utha neend se uthkar chalna shuru karta hai tab sapnon ka sansar use dobara dikh nahi payega उस रोशनी में जो निर्णय की रोशनी है सब कुछ समान होगा क्या एक पलड़े में नपुंसकता एक पलड़े में पौरुष और ठीक तराजू के कांटे पर अर्धसत्य अर्धसत्य ब्यूटीफुल दीज आर लाइंस फ्रॉम हिज फेमस फिल्म अर्धसत्य दिलीप चित्रे रोड दिस पोएम 
and that's what I mean. Uh, this is only the last four lines. I mean, there are uh, the the whole poem is narrated and uh, watch it for Om Puri and another Puri legend, the legend, the legend, Abrish Puri's mm. performance, who plays his overbearing father. Yes, is excellent. So, anyways, that's the we went uh, extremely overboard, but that's mine and Sunanda and mine's love for uh, Indian cinema. We just love everything that it represents, from the parallel to the commercial, from the from the past to the present to the future and uh, I mean this year opens up with some more interesting movies so let's see what comes out anyways we'll be back next week with the 100th episode thank you for all your suggestions that you've made uh, we're going to announce uh, all the suggestions that we got or some of the as much as we can and then we'll we'll take up a couple of topics and discuss those with along with the news of the week and we'll give you some exciting updates from the Mindmakers uh, edit desk so till then this is Adil Kapadi and Sunanda Vashish signing off on the first week of 2017. Happy New Year, folks, and we'll see you next week.